Youth Ministry. This is AC. This is Kurt. Let's talk youth ministry, people. What's up, dude? How are you? Good to see you. How are you doing? I'm good. I was thinking of some. <laughs> I was just thinking some joke about your angel's hat, how it's all black, like maybe you, you blackened out the logo so it's a little less visible about it. Us angel fans are struggling. Oh, I had a guy tell me to throw my hat away. He did? What? Yeah. Well, that's not a true fan. A no. true fan never throws his hat away. Well, he's a Dodgers fan. And I said, well, you got to throw your <laughs> yeah, hat away exactly. too. <laughs> so Matt Hall, right. Matt Hall is one of our youth pastors at one of our other campuses, major rabid Dodger fan. Yeah. So after the angels get swept... And I think, did they, did they overlap like by a game or something? Maybe maybe the Dodgers were down 0-1 or something. Yeah. Angels get swept. Matt goes on Facebook and he says, "Now we know who the best baseball team in Orange County or in Southern California is." Blah blah. blah. I just wait a little while. Too soon. Yeah, and they get, they lose him. Yeah. So the Dodgers were exactly one game better than the Angels. Yeah. Terrible disappointment. I actually thought it would be a freeway series. I thought this is a year we could have Angels and Dodgers in the World Series. That would be And we didn't come very close to that. That would be incredible, but I don't necessarily care that much about baseball. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I really don't either. All right. Well, let's not talk about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, sorry. Um, but, you know, there's people from Kansas City who are watching this. They true. love baseball. That's true. Even if they didn't like baseball, they love it that's now. That's true. So. We All did right. visit the Louisville, the Louisville Slugger, Slugger in, plant. Yeah. Whose baseball bat was that? Um, I can't remember. Oh, gosh, I can remember. He's a Cardinal. Been, um, mm. Anyway, we held somebody's baseball yeah, bats. they were making them. Yeah, they were making his bats. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Okay, but we don't care that much about baseball. No, we so don't. Let's not talk we about don't. It. All right. Um, so this is Let's Talk Youth Ministry. Yep. Yep. Um, we've put out, this is actually our 24th show. Um, this is show so 24? Show 24. Okay. Yeah. So, so our, next episode, our next episode is our 25th anniversary. It is. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to have a special guest or something. Yeah. Okay, we'll figure that out. Show or, or we do 24 minutes or 25 minutes. Ew. No, that sounds... That's, that's cheesy. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. All right. Um, but I wanted to just share with you two things. One, how to, to subscribe. You'll probably see something pop up right now. You can subscribe to us. That'll take you actually to our page where you can watch shows that we've done before on various topics. All 23 previous shows. All 23 <laughs> previous shows you can watch. Um, and hopefully it gives you something that you can apply and learn and share. Uh, another thing, if you have questions, you can go to talkyouthministry at gmail.com. You can email us there, any questions that you have or any comments. Or just uh, a that topic you that you'd like us to talk yeah. about. You don't have to have a, a question. You can just yeah. say, I'd love to hear you guys talk about marriage. Yeah. And there may not be a question, but that's a good topic to talk to about. Good to talk. Whatever the case yeah, well, then we'll get somebody to come in here and <laughs> talk about <laughs> While we listen and take While notes. While we listen, all right. All right. We'll um, get our wives to yeah. come in and talk about it. Right. Ooh, maybe for our 25th show, we'll have the wives with us. Would Sam, would Sam come on? She would totally do it. She would? I'm yeah. afraid. I don't know how much you'd get out of it. Okay. Right? We'll figure it out. Right. Um, but those are the two ways that you can... Kind of interact with us. One, subscribe. Two, send us an email. We love to hear feedback and questions that you may have. So uh, today's show, yes. we kind of ended last uh, small groups, the previous show. Last week we had um, how to grow your ministry. And at the end I asked Kurt a question and it was, um, what do you think about, what's the first thing you think about when you think about growing your youth ministry? And he mm -hmm. gave me one, but today we're going to give two each. Okay. Of just... 
things that we think about when we think about growing ministry. Yeah. And maybe hopefully there's something you might be already doing um, or hopefully we can add to that and, and help you in your, you know, in your mission to grow your ministry. So, Kurt, why don't you kick us off, give your two, and then I'll get my, yep. share my two. Well, and, and I think, at least how when you ask the question, I'm just kind of sharing my two gut responses. Yeah. So yeah. I think, honestly, if I were to sit down and really go, there's only two things. I'm not sure if these are the only two things. Yeah. But this is what came to mind right away. The first one is um, the one that you asked me last week. Yeah. I mean, that was just a total gut response. Yeah. It was is, good, though. I think one of the best ways, not the only best way, and maybe not the number one best way, but one of the best ways to grow your ministry is to multiply yourself. And it's not a new concept. Most yeah. leaders, most youth workers know that at some point um, I can't do this thing all by myself. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes what we underestimate is how much multiplying ourselves actually contributes to growth. Yeah. We oftentimes think multiplying ourselves just helps us get a little bit more done. You know, I've got, I've got these 15 tasks and I can only do 13 of them. So now it's time to find somebody to do two of them. And then I can add two to my two more. Two and more. Pure, you know, it becomes like a time management slash effectiveness yeah. slash personal boundaries. I don't yeah. burn out um, method as opposed to recognizing that where you multiply yourself or how you multiply yourself really can be sort of a church growth strategy, a yeah. youth group growth strategy, because um, when you multiply yourself, especially not just in tasks, yeah. um, I think multiplying yourself by giving away tasks is sort of like incremental growth. Because mm -hmm. every time I give somebody a task, now maybe I have a little bit more time as a leader to do growth-oriented stuff. Yeah. But still just one person doing growth-oriented stuff and other people doing tasks. If you can learn to trust people and learn to give ministry away, so you multiply yourself, not just, hello? Who that? Me. Who's uh, me? Who? Dude, you're in the middle dude, of the podcast. Come in here real quick. What? Come here real quick. Get in here. Lean in here. Oh, Commercial dude. break. Kyle Calder. Kyle. Does all our t-shirts, <laughs> our hats, can't see him. our nice hats. Can you lean yes. in, Kyle? Oh, yes. Our hats. Yeah. What's your website? If somebody wants to order. www.clearmediagroup.com www.clearmediagroup.com Yes. Very you, cool. The very best t-shirt, hat, <laughs> yeah. sticker, logo. I got those, man. Yeah, these are, Did you get these, one? These are yeah, nice. I got one. All right. Thank Good you. Yeah. All right. Nice to Thank see you guys. Go. All right. Take it easy. Thank you. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. We no. should just we should just ignore that. Do you remember? I actually I actually thought that was Steve Adams, our children's pastor. Oh. So that would have been a really cool person yeah. to put in here. Instead, it was. Our, our, our t-shirt guy, who's an awesome we'll, guy. We'll have to bill him for that. <laughs> Do I remember what? Oh, He's, where you were. Yeah, if you can um, if you can multiply yourself by giving away leadership stuff, yeah. uh, ministry stuff, yeah. so you empower people um, to do more than just run errands for you, yeah. to do more than just organize the closet, right? Because that doesn't really help your ministry grow only it, it only does in that it frees me up yeah but i want to free up other people to do you know like pastor level stuff yeah so when they're out caring for people or they're out showing up on the high school campus yeah. in my place so yeah. i can be at another campus or whatever then that is like exponential growth yeah. instead of just incremental yeah. little bits of growth yeah. um it's not easy no. you know it takes a lot of time but at some point and i'm not sure what the magic number is but at some point um, very early, I think, in a youth ministry, 
the, the youth pastor needs to really begin to practice the art of empowering other people to do significant pieces of ministry yeah. that aren't just little details, but yeah. they're actually, you know, making copies. Ministerial. Yeah, not just doing that, but doing the real stuff. So one would be multiply. I think just uh, uh, I think what you're getting at is being intentional also. So you need to multiply yourself, but being intentional about where these people, where you're right. putting these people right. for, you know, for growth. If that's that's your goal, yeah. well, multiply yourself intentionally. Just like most full-time youth workers are not wired for the little minutia, they yeah. like being with people. That's true with a lot of our volunteers. Yeah. And most of our volunteers do not get excited by going and shopping for our snacks for Wednesday oh, night. They'll do it. They'll do it. But if you can give them something that they feel has a significant kingdom impact, mm-hmm. then they get excited and they'll give it more time and they'll mm-hmm. do it better and they'll bring people along for the journey, which then results in, in growth. Oh, um, another good. way I would grow, and this this would probably be my number one um, going all the way back down to the very, very basics. And I would say you grow or you set the stage for growth. Yeah. So this might not be immediate growth, but by having like a – a reason for your existence, yeah. a purpose statement, a mission statement. Why do we exist as a youth ministry? Yeah. I mean, that's our purpose-driven model, yeah. right? Is why do we exist? Yeah. So that we know what to say yes to, what to say no to. We've got this built-in filter to kind of filter our options. Yeah. Everybody on our team, we've got a whole bunch of people on our youth ministry team. It's very likely that people would have different opinions, different options, and that's all good. Yeah. But the purpose statement or why do we exist gives us a built-in filter yeah. for all of our ideas, all of our creativity. Um, and when parents ask, why do you do it this way? Why do you do it this way? We have a defense. Yeah. When we're trying to convince a new family that this is the youth group for their child to come to, we can explain it very clearly. And how you would explain yeah. it is almost identical to how I would explain it, which is almost identical to how one of our interns would explain yeah. it because we have this this model, this yeah. common purpose for our existence. Yeah. Kids aren't coming to the youth group because of that. They don't really understand all of that. But it's it's kind of like the it's the foundation yeah. that everything else is being built on, which then obviously helps yeah. growth. So those would be my two. No, that's good. How about you? Um, one would be uh, just know your target would be one, um, and it's really it really in. ties yeah. into what you just said um, because once you understand why you exist then you can go out and and, and kind of like bring in those students or or put all your energy and all your focus into that area. For a, a lot of people, um, friendship evangelism friendship evangelism is probably where they where their target is, meaning they don't necessarily have like close schools and vicinity in the vicinity for them to go out and do things at and bring students in. Or they're small, so every student that's actually in the church is already in the youth group. Um, and so the first one would probably be like, how do I uh, empower my students to reach their friends? And so if that's if that's kind of like your target, where you're going after your students' friends, then that's where I would I would focus all of my energy. Um, but you need to know that yeah. I think sometimes we just want students. Well, let and me so, go. That's what I was just ask. I mean, I hear you saying that. And I know exactly what you're saying because yeah. I believe that. I imagine other people are going, well, isn't every teenager our audience? I yeah. mean, every teenager is our audience. 
So how do you respond to that? <clears throat> well, I would say it's really based off how your church is ran. So if your church is more, um, and I think every church is already targeting someone, even though they don't know it, it's just how it's set up. So some are discipleship driven. Okay. And so if you look at the core, if you look at the, in context of how everything is, there's this huge discipleship piece. And so you're really going after students who are probably predisposed, predisposed to, to some level of right. Christianity or right. something. So you're going okay. after them. And that's if that's your church, that's right. totally fine. You just right. need to know that so right. that you're not wasting energy yeah. focusing on students that you're never going to you're never okay. going to bring in. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Totally. Okay, number 2 for you. Um, number 2 is um, we try to be as visible as we possibly can. Um, I think you said I've heard you say this before, but don't be the best kept secret in the whole church. Um, so, um, if you're not as visible on the weekend to the larger group or the larger congregation where, where parents may be able to bring their kids to your youth group, try and figure out how do I get, how do I get in front of those parents? Right. Um, if you are in a vicinity where there are schools, how do I get with the schools? Even, um, if you have an FCA, which is probably the largest Christian group in, in, uh, in America, right. um, how do I get there? You know, how do I, even if you're just a presence, it doesn't mean you have to come and speak, but even if you're, you know, I've been to some of our schools and I'll just go to FCA and hang out. And normally they'll have time where they pray for students and stuff and they'll bite me up to help right. pray for students. Well, I've just exposed students to, you know, a our church, youth, our youth, our youth right. group, our, you know, and I'm building relationships there. Um, and so I think kind of, Bring your mindset to, you know, the word advertisement. People don't necessarily like it when it comes to church because you. Well, then change it. Change it yeah. to awareness. Yeah. Right. Aware. aware. Like make people aware. Yeah. Look for every opportunity you can yeah. to get the families of your church aware of what's going yeah. on. Kids at the school aware of what's going on. We've got this brand new sports park being built yeah. across the street from our church. We've got to figure out ways. How? All those families, all those kids are going to be playing baseball, softball, soccer, pop or football. Yeah. Aware of what's happening right across the street in our yeah. youth group, right? So building building awareness. Totally. If you don't like the word marketing or advertising. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a better awareness is probably a better. But you just want to be, you want to move in that space and don't 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 think it's a bad thing that you want to get you know your youth ministry out there because you know. Nine times out of ten, you know, if people know that you're you're there, they know what you are, right. you're offering for students. They may be interested to come. At least, let's go check it out. Right. You know, my I mean, my kid is not doing even even parents who know friends right. that have kids that are probably right. maybe not going in the right direction. Hey, come to the church. You know, we have a great youth group who right. that loves on students and messages are geared towards students that they can apply today and right now. That's a huge. That makes a huge difference in the mind of a parent who's going, how do I get my my kids moving in the right direction? Right. How do I get them right. engaged in church? Yeah. So, so, so these are our four, and they may not be the top four, or they certainly wouldn't be our only four yeah. ways to grow a youth ministry. It'd be know why you exist, have a purpose yeah. statement, have a vision. Know, know your purpose know, statement. Know your purpose statement. <laughs> know who you're trying to go after. Yes, we're trying to go after every kid, but we may not be trying to go after every kid through everything we do, yeah, right? Having yeah. a target for certain things. Um, build awareness in your community. Yeah. 
and multiply herself. Yeah, that's that's four pretty good. I, let, let me close. Let's close by me saying this. I think, yeah. um, you know, I think one of the keys to growth is, and not everybody has this, but a lot of people in this generation of youth workers, we're almost embarrassed that we think about numerical growth because yeah. oh, we've yeah. we've begun to be um, to have it instilled in us that we should just be organic and we should be doing nothing but loving kids and. Anytime we try to manufacture any level of growth, that's that's worldly and it's not God honoring and it certainly doesn't bear any long lasting fruit. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure any of those statements are true. Yeah. I don't think we dishonor God by being creative to attract students. Yeah. You know, and I'm not convinced that it never bears any long term fruit. Yeah. Um, so I would say, don't be afraid of the idea of growth and don't let somebody else who is more discipleship driven or they're a little bit more event adverse, you know, they, they, they don't like it. Yeah. Don't let that dictate how you decide to go after it. Yeah. Um, there's lots of ways to grow your ministry and how you grow your ministry or what you focus on. It will have different results. Yeah. I mean, so if, if you're growing your ministry on big, crazy game nights and you're giving away Xboxes, yeah. that's not necessarily terrible. It's not even necessarily bad. Yeah. It's just going to result in a different type of growth and a different expectation of kids coming. Yeah. But it's not – if you grow your ministry from the inside out, maybe that's the two ways, outside in yeah. or inside out, neither way is wrong or good or better or, or worse than the other. They will have different results. The, the, yeah. the, the ultimate end might look a little bit different. And just because one person says it's wrong doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah. Or once a person says this is the best way, doesn't mean it's it's the best way. Figure it out for yourself. I think our youth groups should be growing yeah. because there's a whole lot of teenagers. We're about half a mile from a high school with 3,000 kids. Yeah. Yeah. Most of those high school students don't come to our high school program. Yeah. So there's nothing ungodly about going, how can we attract more of those students to yeah. what we're doing because we know what we're doing has a potential to change your life. Yeah. And the same is true with what people watching this yeah. are doing as well. So I think I think the 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 funnel that even the funnel that we use, I believe those who are probably more, hey, if we get them in, we train them up, we focus all our time on them, teaching them how to go out and reach um I definitely think there's there's growth there, but there's still a there's still some type of funnel because every student that you get in that's going to sit down in that seat may not want to go out right, or may not be great at going out the way that you think that they should be right. to reach friends or reach students. Um, I think it's a reverse where we allow or we say, hey, let's bring as many students in, bring them through the funnel and then send them out and not put the pressure on them to say, hey, you need to be bringing, you guys need to be getting your friends here to church. This is what church is about. It's about you guys and putting that pressure. Um, of course, they need to be sharing and reaching their friends for Christ. But should I put the burden of them to be filling seats for me right. in my in my yeah. youth group? Yes and no. It's a, right? Yes and no. We don't want to just do church for them. Totally. And, you know, they gotta have a they gotta have some skin in the game. Totally. And bring a friend. And when they do bring a friend, 
we better make it good and make them proud that they brought a friend. Yeah. And we also need to equip them to share their faith on their own so they don't just have to bring a friend, but they no, can totally. tell the friend about Jesus whether or not they totally. ever bring them to church. Yeah. Anyway, we can go on and on and on. Totally. We kind of are. Um, <laughs> all right, that's it. We will continue. So send us an email with a question or topic yeah. at, what's the email address? TalkYouthMinistry.com. TalkYouthMinistry.com. TalkYouthMinistry at gmail.com. Yes, TalkYouthMinistry at gmail.com. Subscribe to us. There's that yep. little, can you make it wave over one more time right now? Yeah, right there. Right there. Subscribe, yeah. click it right there. There it is. Don't miss it. There <laughs> it is. Okay. See you guys next time. 25th show next time. Peace out. Peace out. Bye. Thank you.